welcome back to another episode of Unlimited Abundance with your host, myself, Paulina Baragova. I always say this, but it, it, it's so odd to introduce yourself so fully. But like I say, I just want to introduce myself to all the new listeners. If you don't know me, then welcome to this podcast. Um, I'm a coach, healer, leader, jewelry designer. I'm your podcast host. So a variety of things, very Gemini of me. You know, it'll be fun for everyone who's listening to this podcast. If you listen to it and you want to, I love when you guys tag me when you're listening to it on Instagram because I can repost it. But if you not only tag me that you're listening to it, but you put your sun, moon, and rising in the in the in, in your post, I'd love to hear what all your sun, moon, and risings are. I love seeing because I feel like we connect with people who are similar to us. And I've noticed once I did like a poll of like putting what your what your signs were, and there were so many. There are so many Geminis, Libras, and Scorpios, I noticed, which is really, really interesting. I'm also drinking cacao right now, so I have it, like, all over my mouth. So if you're watching the YouTube version of this, don't be alarmed. It's just some ceremonial cacao. Today, I have a very spicy topic that I want to talk about, and that is, like, a few things. It's, like, I don't even know how I'm going to title this yet. I hope it's an amazing title, you guys. But basically, I want to talk about hustle culture, modern feminism, and its issues, and just the lies that women have been sold. I know, like, I'm kicking it off with a pretty big thesis, which I totally understand. And it's interesting because I've had a lot of thoughts about all these separate topics over a long time. And I feel like I've shared a lot of them, like bits and pieces here and there. You might have heard me just mention some of my beliefs, I don't know, in a course or in another episode or whatever. You just may have heard me kind of reference some of these topics, but I don't feel like I've had like a sit down video where I dive deep. And what inspired this is I did one of those not going to lie anonymous Q&As on my Instagram, which oh my gosh, the questions are pretty intense. I was like, wow, the second that people have <laughs> are able to be anonymous, they really come out. But um, one of the questions was like, what are your thoughts on modern feminism? And it rem- I literally was like, I can't even answer this like in like, you know, on Instagram, just like a, a story post. Like I, there's just no way I could answer it. Uh, and people wouldn't, without people taking things out of context. So I wanted to just like have this podcast where I talk about some of the biggest topics. And I think that, I think that these things, I've also, I'm like, I don't know, I'm about to get my, I'm in my luteal phase. So I'm like, I'm very, emotionally open in a good way not like in a oh I'm just gonna cry but like I can feel my heart's feeling really open which is interesting I'm drinking cacao also so if I get like emotional during this (laughs) just a little warning but I want to have this video where and this podcast where I can like reference back to this even in years to come where I just lay out all my thoughts at least at this moment in time December 19 2022 I want to just like have a space and where I really explain everything so that my words never get taken out of context people don't just screenshot something I say and draw to conclusions right because I am I am such I'm so aware that there's gray area and everything but I feel like there's always these things that we as a society or some people in a society feel that can't quite pinpoint that we can't quite pinpoint like we feel like something is off or something is wrong or things that are promoted there's just bs to it like and I feel like the people who are able to eloquently put it into words are are so valued and I hope that I'm able to do a little bit of that for you because it allows us to really just like have 
aha moments and see things from a greater perspective. So we're first, we're going to go deep in this episode. So whether you're driving, you're cooking, you're on a walk, you're listening, I hope you're getting some like energy and you're like getting a little hyped up because we are going to talk about this topic. So let's just start, you know, there's no need to go, go around it. We'll just start with, let's just start with feminism, right? So first of all, I want to acknowledge that I know there are many, many sects of feminism. I'd also like everyone to know that I went to a top school where I studied even feminism and logical feminist classes. It wasn't my major. My major was communication and business, but I'm just saying like, I have a great understanding of feminism. I understand there's various waves and movements and all these things. So I just kind of want to give that disclaimer that I'm aware of all of those things. What I'm talking about here is not the feminism as in finally when in history, you know, women decided that they should be able to vote or have jobs or things like that. You know, obviously, oh, my husband's calling me right now. Should we answer it on speaker and just see if it's funny? Hello? Hello. Yeah, can you come out and grab um, flowers and coffee because my hands are full? I'm recording a podcast. Oh, sorry. All okay. good. I'll just do two trips. Okay. You, you, you got a peppermint mocha? Okay, well, okay, well, I'm recording, but I'll see you. I'll see you in time. No yeah, yeah, I think so. All, All right. right, love you. Okay. Yeah, love you too. Bye-bye. Got me flowers and a peppermint mocha. How <laughs> sweet. He told me, he's like, I'm at a coffee shop and they have the best peppermint mocha. Do you want one? And then he knows my favorite flowers are peonies and they're back in season. They're in season in May and then in the winter. Okay, but I think that they fly them in from somewhere. Back to my topic at hand, which is... I'm talking about the more so yes I do right there was an era when we there when women needed to become equals right so for example when women were finally able to have bank accounts and all those things that I think was a great wave but I know I don't know the name of the theorist who says this but essentially there's this theory which speaks about when you make a good amount of progress there's a time to stop where that's actually optimal versus if you keep pushing for what seems like progress, you actually go the opposite way. So it's kind of like what we're seeing in our society, right? Like, of course, there was needed to be like a push for more equality in certain ways or more inclusivity. But now when like diversity almost is more important than like quality of work or other things, right? The the main goal doesn't always need to be to something something to be diverse. If for example, just as an example, three people who may by by chance look similar are the best at said thing, then then those people should do it. Or if they're completely different, it shouldn't matter, right? We sh- it shouldn't matter what what characteristics of those individuals are. The best people should be picked. And if it's completely diverse, beautiful. And if it's a little bit less beautiful like it should right that's a whole other topic but I think it should be more on on content right but so I, I this is like so so tricky because I know that people I just know in our society people get triggered very very easily and so I feel like I should give a disclaimer that I'm just sharing my views my beliefs and you're welcome to kind of have your own but so of course I think that there, there was like I said an important time where women did need to kind of like gain things such as you know bank account or quality and things like that but after we hit a specific level of progress then we start to actually regress and we see this in so many 
of the social movements today, right? Like you hit a point where maybe years ago, okay, things were equal and things like we've hit a, it was a good point to stop at. But when we continue to push for what seems like progress, we actually end up on the other side of things. And I think I'm not going to like mention specific things, but I think if you like stay in the know with society and you see kind of the themes of what's promoted and things like that, I think it becomes obvious that we've, it's actually kind of causing a uh, some sort of like, it's a regression, right? Essentially. Oh, wow. Peppermint maca. <laughs> uh, it's causing uh, more of a regression. And so this is kind of like what I wanted to speak about. So, right. When we think about back in the day, right. When women had way less rights, but when only men were allowed to work and have bank accounts and all those things, right. We can see like, okay, there, first of all, there's like, it's, it's hard to even say like, oh, there's flaws in a system because that's just what the system was back then. Right. And during those times, women were primarily obviously caretakers and all those kinds of things and stay-at-home housewives. So those things in their times weren't deemed as necessary. So I think it's also a bit wild of us in the future to look back and be like, oh, that was so that was so bad the way that they were doing things. This is so wrong because as you know, maybe you have obviously your parents, your grandparents, your lineage had lived during those times, right? And that's what was normal to them. Just like what we're experiencing now, we're perceiving maybe as more normal to us but I'm sure that in 20 years people will look back and be like I can't believe people were doing that or that or that right so it's like I think it's also just the ego that people have to like shame a structure without understanding like that for that time that w- that was what was most kind of like I don't say appropriate but that was what was normal right at that time a lot of those aspects weren't seen as as oppressive as I think people want to paint them out to be. I think it's, I think this is just in general, people love to be oppressed, I think genuinely, and 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 benefit off of that. And so even even so many amazing people have spoken out about this. Like I don't remember her name, but an African American woman was like, I'm sick of people trying to tell me like I should feel oppressed or I should feel victimized. It's like, no, I like my job. I have a good team. I like my life. And people keep telling me like, oh well you should feel oppressed from this or you should feel like victimized by this or like you should fight back here and I think a lot of people are feeling the same way where like many people do not feel oppressed but are told this story and this narrative right that they should feel oppressed now am I sure there were women during those times that did feel feel that a hundred percent but do I think it was like so, so such a wide majority I really don't think so right I think the biggest issues occurred is like when I was saying when women could not go to work if they so chose and couldn't have bank accounts which is when I think and and could not vote right so I think that this is when we saw that big uproar and when all of those things kind of came to fruition then we were kind of in a great place but of course our society wants to like push for what they perceive to be equal right which is interesting because equal just means essentially right that you have the same opportunities in life and to a certain degree it's also really important to acknowledge right that men and women are inherently different so our experiences are going to be different like do me and a 12 year old have the same like are we like equal like in terms of like as human beings and in in terms of what we deserve 100% right I, I don't think that I'm better or someone younger is lesser in any way but do we have different experiences do we 
you know, do, do we move about in the world in in a different way? <laughs> like, are are we going to have different beliefs? Like, yes, we're going to experience life very, very differently. And so this is where I think the main issues of feminism come in is it does not acknowledge the huge differences just biologically from men and women. I mean, like some obvious ones, just emotionally, women are average way more empathetic than men. Women, as, as you know, go through menstrual cycles, go through such crazy hormonal changes, which really influences your perception of reality and how you show up, which I love. I think it's so beautiful to honor our cycles. And when you take power into that, it's amazing. Men are very, very different. They're way more logic driven, way more action focused. Like there's, you, you cannot ignore the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of our ancestors and biology. And all of a sudden just like make these big changes and think like, oh, this is just how it's going to be from now on. Because we have a history, right? That is literally hardwired in our DNA and to pretend that that doesn't exist is just it, it's just honestly stupid right so I think it's acknowledging right that we are very different just like you and your friend for example might be completely different genuinely could have like a polar opposite friend in life who like you guys live completely different ways have completely different beliefs like you're literally different people are you equals for example yes but th does that mean that you could navigate life in a different way and because you navigate life in a different way you're going to have different experiences opportunities etc right whether that's in work or in anything else it goes way beyond the spectrum of men and women it goes it goes into like more characteristics just like maybe you have a friend who's like super super hardworking, like is a hustler just like loves to work or that's the, her energy and values like that over everything like values that over free time values that over anything right that per and then maybe for you you value having quality time you value like having more peace of mind just as an example right maybe you value more traditionally feminine traits so when you go into a job market, right, you you most likely will be in different positions, not because you you have less value than the other person or you have less rights. It's because you want different things out of life. You prioritize different things out of life. You move differently. So I just like think that this is the kind of like the first thing that needs to be acknowledged. And I think a great example of this is like, okay. Mia wants to play. She has her care. I think a great example of this is like, you know, most men can't just go on a specific website and not, I mean, I'll just say, right, like, women can go on OnlyFans and post nude photos and start making money that way. Like, most men can't do that. I think that in a lot of ways, like, I think that women have, I think women and men both have equal amount of pressure in different ways, right? Women have pressure to, I think, look a specific way, you know, look youthful. Yeah, women have more pressure, right, to be attractive, to be youthful, all these things. And that's a very intense pressure because often it's, it's a big big things to change right like it's it's a, it's a lot of pressure in its own way in terms of like well staying healthy eating well looking a specific way especially if you're not born with a specific look then I mean you know people like make that joke and this is like a fucked up joke when people say oh you're like if you, you I'm not even gonna say it but people basically joke how like if basically you should just invest in procedures then and you'd know their choice so 100% acknowledge that and I think that everyone especially with the rise of social media feels that and then I think that men have a completely different pressure right which is to be successful right just like no one wants to it's like these are really harsh things that no one wants to like admit in a society but that are such big underlying tones so to like ignore this 
and to ignore something that has such influence on our society is stupid, right? So for example, no one wants to date someone who people would say like is a loser, isn't successful, right? Because I mean, I guess for obvious reasons, but also like if we think about it logically, probably a different lack of opportunities or kids aren't going to have as great of opportunities. Like I think it's like a mating instinctual thing, right? That like, I don't know if it was olden days, you would want to date the hunter gatherer who is hunting, getting the most fish and stuff for like, I don't even know, but you get what I'm saying for like you and your kids. I think that that's like societal. And I think another thing is that no one most people don't want to date someone unattractive I know that's like a very harsh truth especially like for women right men will say like they don't want to date an ugly woman which I don't believe that they're I mean I, I, like am I gonna lie like do I believe that there are unattractive people yes I think it'll be so stupid for me to pretend that I just think that everyone's attractive I just think that that's blatant lying do I think that those people ever deserve to be talked down to called anything have that pointed out no 100% not do I believe that they are, are still worthy of love all the success all the joy and the best life that they could ever have of course right but if but there are in like from my perception what I perceive as attractive and not and someone else might have a completely opposite perception right someone might think that I'm stunning and someone might think that I'm not attractive at all like and that's people's per own personal kind of I guess subjective lens but I do think that there is also a societal undertone of what's attractive I mean scroll down your Instagram feed you can figure it out quite, quick, quite quickly right like high cheekbones smooth skin small nose big eyes big lips like sculpted jaw like I think that you can see and I think if, if you don't see it there you could just look at the most common procedures which is like Botox and filler rhinoplasty breast augmentation right the things that we see the most of I guess like maybe the BBLs <laughs> I don't know I don't know if those are as popular I feel like back like in earlier Instagram days it was way more popular um but so there's these undertones right so there's lots of factors that go into that go into our experiences and and we are vastly different and the pressures that we face vastly different right like it would be very different if the woman had the pressure to be like successful financially and then the man man had the pressure to be as like good looking and youthful looking as possible I feel like almost the opposite is true I feel like nowadays men actually who look older most people find them more attractive because it shows like a sign of like, I don't know, security or potential. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. ...success and that like biologically feels safer just like for men why younger women are often more attractive is because it's a bigger biological and more maybe even subconscious symbol of like youth and fertility or even health maybe um so I just want to acknowledge that yes of course I think that people should should have like should be treated equally but I think that it's also silly to ignore the fact that 
we're very different, not only just as genders, just just like men and women and the way that we experience life, the pressures that we have. But I just think as humans, like just even me and you listening to this probably have so many differences or, and a, lot, or a lot of things in common, right? Like even me and my friends, some of us are so different. So because we're so different, we're going to end up in different situations in life, meaning like someone who's like I said, I gave an example who maybe prioritizes work over everything. Yeah. In their lifetime, maybe they'll make more money because they prioritize that over everything versus someone who didn't. Do you get what I'm saying? So because of different personality traits and I guess like character traits and priorities and maybe focuses and ways of living, that's going to influence our our path to success just like a man can like for example be lazy and not achieve any success even though they're like quote-unquote traditionally a man like you know still when you're in top positions you need to have a lot of credentials to get hired for specific things so it doesn't matter just if you're a white man like white men probably now get rejected from jobs say even more than like more diverse groups but that's a whole other thing and so and same thing right for for women like if a woman really wanted to hustle and work hard and she she could also thrive and become successful so it's like it's I think it's acknowledging the innate biological differences first of all and the pressures that both groups face and then Mia you're very playful today there are way more factors in a person's life and opportunities than gender and even if we just look at a society as a whole right there are people that are born into situations with very limited opportunity maybe not in good towns maybe not in good schools maybe parents that didn't have the resources and those people end up some people then people end up thriving and succeeding and the opposite happens people are born into wealthy families with all the resources available to them any connection they need and they end up being drug addicts right so there's so many variables i'm not trying to use those extremes as saying that's the norm but i think there are way more variables than people acknowledge okay so then now this is what's going to transition into like the weird feminism that we see today which is I think the biggest issue and the biggest flaw and I think when you literally say it out loud you can see almost how ironic almost like funny it it is that this is even promoted right then we see this whole like sexual liberation kind of wave which is basically saying like okay well if women are equal to men and like men sleep with a lot of women then women should be able to sleep with a lot of men well first of all it doesn't take into consideration so many aspects right I think if you ask any and I and okay this is like really harsh to say but I think you can look at anyone who is super like I don't know what the word proper I don't even know what the what the like PG words people use these days are but some woman who essentially sleeps around I think you can see in their energy like that they look off they're not happy I don't know how to say that in the most like kind way but they they're probably some sort of trauma I would say and they're not fulfilled and it's very draining because I mean I know the energetic behind side behind all this and you're literally giving your vital life force energy and creating energetic cords with a bunch of people like you're literally it's like you're plugging into all these people you have to like believe me this is my view um but you're plugging into all these people and fueling your energy to all these people so you're gonna end up being left out feeling depleted right especially if it's like not someone who like loves you back and cares about you because in that kind of connection that energy be going back and forth and it'd be nourishing both people versus you just being I don't know essentially used right I don't know like I think that that's that that's the core of it and I think that again another layer to this is that women desire emotional connection I think there's so many probably studies that show this but that like emotions are way more important and I think if you're a woman maybe you relate to this not everyone right because like I was saying there are more masculine women there's more feminine women same with men there's more feminine men masculine men whatever um but I think on average women 
prioritize that emotions. And traditionally, when women would have sex with a partner, it would bond them, as we know, through oxytocin, and it would create a connection so that for the sake of the baby's life, right, so that the mother and father have a connection, that they stay together, that they're able to provide as stable of a home as possible to said child, right? So there's so much biological history in this. If you're bonding to all these different people, and then no, no other connection is happening, and then that person just moves on with their life, and I don't know, move does whatever they're going to do that's going to create a sort of I feel like abandonment some sort of emotional pain so I think that this whole narrative of like oh be sexually liberated be sexually free it doesn't serve women in any way if anything it literally serves men more like I remember this comedian he was joking and he was like I love feminism like you want to just like sleep with me with no strings great like you want to pay for half your dinner great you want to like uber to me like and it's so true if you look at all of these kind of narratives that are shared in like the kind of sexual modern feminism none of them serve women at the core and most of the people participating in them I guess to put it like bluntly you can just see that they're unwell I don't know if I'm I'm sorry if this that's like harsh but like it's the I think that some things like need to be said how they're said without like going around it and I think that anyone who's who has lived that lifestyle um, know that it's not fulfilling and I've seen so many women share their stories who have been like sold that lie and like tried to embrace and be like okay I guess like I'll do this or whatever and they all come full circle saying like this is not filling like I don't want to be just used by a bunch of random people in the name of like liberation or freedom or like emp empowerment right because it's not empowering it's just letting someone like have the most intimate part of you with no time like with nothing and really in return isn't empowerment it's like it, I, I don't understand I genuinely don't understand how that could be like empowering in any way it serves men though it's great for them because they now they don't have to put as much effort in right if you again we've traced back to like earlier days right when there was like less social media or none at all and you know like a man met a woman and they had to like court them like I don't know, maybe you can ask your parents even about their story it's kind of fascinating like I know for my parents my dad courted my mom for six months to get her to hang out with him before finally they started hanging out and before then you know they became a couple moved in together and got married and had me and all those things but there's like a process like it, there's time and there's like investment and it's like showing up consistently and I think it's really cool when we ask our parents or even our grandparents about how they met their partner or different partners you see like what a kind of like honestly beautiful process in a way it can often mean not always right I'm not gonna say every single people's parents and grandparents had the best love story but I think what we can acknowledge was that there was definitely this more of investment and commitment to each partner versus just like this postmates like Amazon two-day overnight delivery kind of mindset to even people and so that that's kind of like a big thing so that I just don't think that that element serves women in any way and and again if and I and like the, what I want to say which is kind of again maybe I'm being harsh I don't know maybe I'm on one because I'm, I'm in my luteal face I'm a bit blunt but try it like try sleeping around and see if you're fulfilled I I could place a bet that that person isn't they might say that they are because they want to adhere to the narrative so much and they want to promote it so much they're like I know I feel so empowered I feel so happy and it's like really Susan do you you know so I think that this is the first issue is that I think what would be I think actually the opposite of that is what would be empowering to women is to have a consistent like loving loyal partner who like who they feel connected to and nourished by and supported by I think like that would be that like yeah that would be what would be revolutionary like to have someone who's there for them and loving and genuine and nourishes them and feels safe and 
supports them, like that would even be more nourishing, right? And then the second aspect of this is I think the whole kind of like now in our world we see everything like with the whole equal thing, right? Like, oh, like women should pay for dinner. I don't even want to get into this because I just think it's so obviously stupid. Or like where I don't even feel like I should need to waste my energy explaining this. I think the easiest way is like, okay, literally the amount of makeup that the girl is probably wearing costs more than the the dinner that the person's coming for. It's like, as a, I know people make that joke, like people say like, you want to split the bill, like Chad, my foundation is literally more than this dinner. But which I get that's more like humorous, but I think essentially it's the same thing. When you're courting someone, you're inviting them out. You are showing your time and investment and you're going to be more serious. I think that, think about it. If you have, as you as a man has limited X amount of money that you're going to spend on your dates that month and you know that you're going to have to pay for the dates, you're going to be pretty selective probably about who you date and you're going to maybe like vet them more and you're going to really want to make sure that they're a match, that you're investing your time, money, effort, and energy into these people, right? And then you're going to value it more. And so so the, but then if everything is split then now you have double that so now you can just kind of like go wherever and see like p- be less intentional about things and if it doesn't go like oh whatever we just split it it's fine like what whatever you know what I mean there's it's just less anything where we have less of an investment in we're going to subconsciously care less about it and this is like proven with like you can look at luxury markets like think about a really nice thing you own you value that nice thing way more than something that you own that's not as luxurious like it's just human nature because we place value on things and so I just don't think that that serves women at all in any way and I think if anything it just like it it removes a really important dynamic and, and like polarity that I think should exist and I think it like removes like a magnetic element in that space as well by trying to like um trying to like remove the femininity from the woman and then remove the masculinity from the man I feel like it just creates a very like odd environment I think that we see like for example if you watch that like dating show the button on YouTube it's like pretty viral you just like people comment like this is so sad that this is like our modern like dating culture right and I think that just illustrates what happens when you like when you like when you like shame women for wanting to be in their feminine and then you demasculate what remove the masculinity from men like when they teach this literally in schools like oh this is toxic like you shouldn't be like this you shouldn't be whatever right and then you see what happens like uh, like just look at the state of the world right in terms of dating I think it's very obvious that there's just like such a the, the, the men are like I don't know at least from the button I know this isn't like the best data to take but just like weak honestly and just like and it's ironic because women want to pretend like, oh, yes, I want someone who has all these like very, I don't, I don't like, I'm not trying to use politics, but for example, very like liberal beliefs. Like, yes, I want someone who believes in all these things, but then they're not attracted to those people. And I think if you watch The White Lotus, which amazing show, by the way, if you haven't watched it, please watch it. It illustrates this so well like for example uh Portia like had, was talking to Albie right who's like this like Stanford super liberal guy like oh woman equality well first of all we saw him get scammed by a prostitute so you know I think the show was trying to show something but second of all Portia wasn't interested in him as soon as the more masculine guy came along even though later he ended up being I don't know if he's gay, but he ended up getting, you know, bummed. So like, what what conclusion can I make? But she went for him because he displayed more traditionally masculine characteristics. So it's like the show shows so many really cool. So I love the show because it shows so many interesting societal themes that people know, but don't want to talk about. And that's one of them, right? Like when we want to pretend that they want that someone with those kinds of views and outlook, but then they're not attracted to that. 
it's just it's just you're just not you know and if you are amazing like I'm really really happy for you genuinely but I would say most people are not attracted to that kind of person who it just it's who displays like I don't know it just it's just like a biological thing you're gonna be attracted to someone who's gonna embody more of the polar opposite energy that, than you on average right so if you're more feminine you're gonna be attracted to someone who's more masculine right like and you even see this in homosexual relationships that there is someone who clearly embodies more of the feminine element someone who embodies more of the masculine same thing whether it's in a gay couple or a lesbian couple you see that polarity play out right so that's like just my take on the kind of uh, the femininity and the flaws in it and again like sitting and trying to explain this in like a 40 minute to one hour context is of course limiting right and I understand that there's gray area and I understand that people will have room to like pick and prod at what I'm saying but I hope you understand the larger like message the examples I use are merely that examples that just try to explain the the viewpoint that I have try to give it some like context essentially so then we move and this is like the perfect fuel then to this like hustle culture that we see or this like hyper independence right we see this like really promoted like girl boss or like hustle if you just hustle it's the way to success first of all it's not like <laughs> being strategic about what you're doing and like intelligent about how you're going about things is probably more like like you could work super hard at doing something that's giving you minimal results and you could do like 100 hours a week of that for a year and have little to no results or you could work smart at something and maybe have less work I'm not saying you don't have to work hard you 100% do especially in the beginning of anything especially if you're starting your own thing or business or whatever 100% you have to put in a lot of work but I'm just saying that it's not just about like hustling right or like oh, I'm just gonna hustle and it's gonna like it's gonna happen so well so essentially what I'm trying to speak about is like the whole hyper independence slash hustle culture thing which is like the I can do it all. I don't need anyone mindset. And I think that you can go with this mindset for a certain period amount of time until the unfulfillment will like hit you. Because I think sure for a while you can embody that. It can be like your motivation. It can be your fuel. You can be like, you know, I can do anything like blah, blah, blah. Like it, I think it a hundred percent can work for a limited amount of time, but I think as humans, we are interdependent, meaning we need each other. We not only need our friends or our family or and I get that some people, you know, have different relationships with their families. So I'm not saying like ever. I'm just trying to give examples, right? We need our like fr friendships or we need, I guess I shouldn't even say like, I shouldn't even use the example of like friends, family, partners. We just need valuable, aligned and like supportive and nourishing connection in our lives. I think that that's like the most important thing. And I think women especially feel more, the more detrimental effects when this is ignored because it's even more hardwired in women to I feel like a be like nourishing and I don't know I think that I read this post today I saw it on Instagram and I really liked it it was like anything that's going to make you sacrifice like your innate desires for example to be oh oh um like a mother or a partner and this is maybe a little bit more of extreme view and I understand, but that's not your purpose. Like how can some, something cannot be your purpose that's going to remove remove these like super important and hardwired hard instincts in you? Do you know, does that make sense? Like nothing is that big of your purpose where it would remove, where it would, it would require you to um, sacrifice such important I feel like parts of womanhood and I know that that's like again maybe an more of an extreme view and that I can agree with that this is definitely maybe now seen as like more wild but I definitely think that that's just a part of 
and I understand that not everyone wants to have children, but I think that at the core, that even that thought comes from how do I say this? It comes from from I think that experiences that occur can like harden us and shift our views mindset on life and partners and et cetera to where we abandon that desire for in order to feel safe. So for example, someone didn't have really great relationships and so they're like, yeah, no, like I'm not having a child. Where I think that deep down it still is a desire for most people. And I think some people maybe they feel like it's too late or something of that sort and so instead of acknowledging that like oh no I still actually really want this it's just easier to say I don't I and I'm I'm sure it's not always the case and I also don't believe that everyone's meant to be a parent which I know sounds contradictive to what I'm saying because like of the state of the world like and how like you know some people just are not you, I don't know, you look at some people and you're like this person can't take care of themselves like they should not be bringing a life into this world um but I just think that there that there's this like innate still desire biologically in women to care to care for someone and to like pour love and nourishment. Maybe that's like their partner, maybe that's whatever it is. I don't know. I just think that like, I understand this is more of like an extreme view, but I just feel like it's such like an important part of like life. I don't know. Like again, like, I understand that's uh, that 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 view even has its own flaws because some people will say, like, well, what if they didn't meet the right partner or yeah and I understand like life's life so I understand that 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 view is quite idealistic and I understand that it almost in a way people might say like it doesn't take into account people's different life experiences so like I understand that but I just think at the core like it's like we're just seeing I guess such an extreme in the opposite direction I'd get if it was somewhere in the middle right like okay like if you feel called to if you want you know if you want to continue and have a child like beautiful you know like that's so that's so amazing like I'm, I'm itching my armpit armpit because I'm wearing a sweater and I'm getting a little sweaty um but that's beautiful you know I want you to continue on that path and then if someone else was like not in a position whether in any regard where they that was something that they wanted then amazing but I think that we're seeing a push towards the hyper independence which I think is the issue which is like push yourself forward progress like gr- like be be a girl boss push forward hustle 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 like you don't need to you don't need to have kids you don't need to like get married you don't need to do any of that like I think that that's the issue I don't I don't I don't think that everyone's meant to do those things but I don't think I don't think it should be promoted either extremes should be promoted I think it should be kind of maybe more of a middle ground and maybe even more towards the more conservative extreme I think I think that we should it should be more of like a middle ground and maybe even a little bit slightly just encouraging like that it's okay to want partnership it's okay to want to start a family it's okay to do want all of those things right and that's why I think a lot of women find a lack of fulfillment because they're sold this like hustle culture mentality and I feel like I've been even sold this as well where you think like oh I just need to do more 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 create more 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 so essentially what I'm saying is I want to acknowledge the fact that it's beautiful, right? That, for example, if a woman wants to go create something, start something, put Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Effort and energy into something, then they have so much freedom to do that, right? Especially like in the States, like, you know, online, all these things. Like if you want to start something, you want to start a business, you want to create something, I feel like the opportunity is very much there. But at the same time, I want to acknowledge that I think a lot of women who take that path feel unfulfilled, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a double-edged sword. I think it's amazing that we have that space and that, that space 100% should exist. But a woman, people, but women as they go into that space should understand that that's not going to be like the ultimate route to fulfillment, right? That's like, it can be part of it and it can be such an amazing freedom to have because you see people who all they do is like, you know, women like work 24 seven and have that very much burnt out energy and you can see it in them. And although they may have achieved in, in their eyes, whatever they call it success, right? I feel like if you're not feeling at peace and you're feeling stressed and burnt out and not nourished and not loved, not supported, like is, is that worth it, right? And of course, I think there is a balance. And that's ultimately what I'm trying to say. I don't think that it's in any extreme. I don't think it's in the extreme of going back to olden days where like okay you're you're not allowed to do anything you're just like there to do chores or whatever but I also don't think it's like okay now you go be the you know be the 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 one who hustles and creates and pushes forth and does all these things and I think a lot of what I see at least I don't know I'm not about myself but I see a lot of people who have kids share the same realizations of how they thought that they wanted to push forward and do all this stuff and then they kind of realize what's really important (laughs) once I feel like they have a child and how just how valuable being able to raise that child and spend time with them is I think that's I've seen this so much and again I can't speak to that personally but at this moment in time but I just think that that's just such a um such a huge thing and so essentially this is what I kind of wanted to cover in this podcast is like just first of all talking about the issues and flaws of kind of modern feminism and a lot of the lies that I think people have been told I think that when we you question anything logically just for example when, when we just spoke about in this episode about the sexual revolution thing you question like who does this benefit it's so obvious it does not benefit women like it's almost like painfully obvious you know what I mean it's, it's like almost like I don't know what kind of like mental gymnastics you'd have to do to ignore some of those facts right and then I feel like it's that everything builds upon each other then it's like oh then it's like the hyper independence like yeah you can push for like it's like it all is like on purpose like I feel like piggybacks off each other right so it's like first like like the feminism then like the sexual revolution then like the you don't need anyone like hyper independence then it's like oh then you don't need to get married and have a kid and then just it like isolates almost it almost like isolates women and puts them in like this very weird mental state and I've seen this a lot so that's something I wanted to talk about and I also just want to talk about it in case you also are having these same feelings and being like, you know what, I don't know why this like doesn't resonate with me. Like, I don't want to always have to push forth and hustle and be a girl boss. Or like, maybe you're like, you know, what? I want to have a partner and I want to, I don't know, 
I don't know, maybe be more of like in some way, some sort of like caretaker. I don't know, maybe, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people feel that, but feel really scared like to even say that. Or maybe you're like, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel really, really burnt out from the system that I feel like I'm supposed to be like empowered by in some way, shape or form. And I just think it's important to speak of this because you're not alone. Like I see so many people post about this kind of stuff, maybe because it's the kind of people I follow a kind of a return back to femininity essentially and kind of looking at how many lies have been told in our world and I think most of the lies you can live experientially and see that they're lies you don't have to take my word for it right I think that if you go and you be I don't know sexually liberated for a little bit and see how fulfilled you are come back to this episode I'm kidding but not really you know and then or like for the other aspect of like the burnout thing yeah like try being hyper independent try doing all that and there's going to come a time and place where you're you're going to realize that you know, being able to have love and support and, and and have that in your life or even desire that is not something weird to desire. You don't have to always just desire to do everything yourself and be hyper independent. This is coming from me also who I feel like I probably, probably more, more of like a controlling mindset with things. And so even I'm speaking out this and realizing this in, in myself. And so it's very, very interesting. That's why I kind of wanted to put all these topics into one episode and also the final thing I want to say is that when things are created from that like hustle culture energy they have that energy embedded in them I don't know you just like see it when people promote certain things it's just you can feel that they're moving from that space like I don't know whatever like even coaches or whatever they're promoting whatever program or offer it is and you can feel like when it's coming from that energy. I don't know how to explain it. And there's something I'm not saying is that 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 because that is not valuable or something wrong with that. Like a hundred percent, I'm not saying that. Um, but what I'm saying is that you can feel when it's from that space versus from like a more whole space of like, here's this thing I created. This is really powerful. If you want to join, then join. Like for example, I'm in so soon. I'm running my next offering really soon. We still have spots. So I'd love to have you. Um, but it's called Let's Get You Rich. And it's a three-month money mastermind, right? And the way that I've promoted it or shared it has hasn't been like, you know, some people do this the promotion where they're like, Does your life suck? Like you need this, like I do this and your life sucks, so you need to take my course. Like a lot of people promote that way or essentially that way. And it's just really gross, you know, like it's I don't know, that doesn't feel inviting that doesn't feel like someone I'd want to like work with someone who comes at me with that kind of energy so whenever I create an offering I do my best to share what the value is in the offering and then invite you inside so it's like okay this is the offering so for example the let's get you rich is a three-month money mastermind right so I explain like for three months I will will I will guide you hold you support you give you the tools and resources to transform your relationship with money right We'll have bi-weekly calls with the whole with the mastermind group. I work privately with you in a session each month. You get access to a Telegram group chat and you get access to Divinity for free included in it. So it's, there's so, so, so much value. And basically you have this safe space to do this inner work, to transform your relationships, to look at the beliefs, to look at the patterns and to ultimately be maybe in places and situations and experiencing that maybe are uncomfortable, but have that safe space to do so. And I explained the value and this is the space. And if that aligns with you, I'd love Love to have you inside but I don't I'm not going to come at you and be like all right does your life suck do you want to have a lot of money then join me you know it's more of like it's more of the I like to whenever I sell or share an opportunity I speak about what what it is like what value you're getting like what is what's the version of you on the other side I think that that's and that's what resonates for me as well is not even like with anything right like let's say someone's doing facials instead of selling and being like 
do you have dry skin, big pores, and you look ugly? Get a facial, you know, instead of going like that, being like after a facial, you can expect like your pores to be diminished, yourself to look like your skin to look glowy, more radiant, right? You sell both what the experience is. And I think that's like also that that comes from a more feminine space of like openness and invitation rather than like manipulative force, right? I think that that's also very, very felt. So I just kind of want to speak with it. And I think it even translates even further, like this energy that originates from like, that that kind of feminism it like trickles down into so much even like in business and so many dynamics so I kind of wanted to express that so yes and again if you are if you are feeling called I would love to have you I love doing masterminds because they're so immersive meaning like you have such a powerful space it's not just like you come to one event or you listen to something inspiring for an hour like it's you're you're very much held and supported. I think that that's the most important thing. Even for me, whenever I work with like a mentor, I need it to be, I can't just do like a one session. Like I need it to be extensive because I think that any change and growth occurs in a safe space and takes time, right? Yes, one session can maybe give you some clarity, but what's going to allow you to implement those changes, right? What's going to allow you to unravel those changes further? What's going to allow you to consistently show up despite other things that's why I made this mastermind three months so we go from January 14th to April 9th and it's going to be so beautiful like I said we meet every two weeks for two hours via zoom if you can't make anything live don't worry a lot of people come live some people don't some people are overseas so they only watch the recordings the recordings get uploaded pretty much right after each session to your drive that you'll receive so you'll have those right away um and I'm really really excited we're gonna do a bunch of work around money so that at the end of it you can feel like you've completely transformed your relationship to money maybe even your identity I guess it's your relationship as well but just the way yeah, the way you relate like what it means to you what it is in your life to have a really healthy relationship and to have it be a thing that feels empowering and safe and nourishing and not something that feels like triggering and icky and overwhelming that's what we're going to be doing in these three months I think that that's such important work not just for next year but just in our lives I think at one point or another if we want to up level we have to do this kind of work and so if you're feeling called to that I would love to have you inside I'll have the link in the description or the keynote and if you have any questions you can feel free to dm me I put a lot of effort into the website always just writing everything out that's included what you can expect what the curriculum is I really lay it on the table so it's not this like mysterious oh you don't know <laughs> what's inside kind of thing I try to make it as clear as possible so yeah, I'd love to have you inside. And overall, I wanted to thank you for tuning in this episode. I know, you know, whether you agree with everything I said or you disagree with everything I said, again, I'm just sharing my opinion, my experience at this time, because I think that for me, it's been important to hear other people's opinions and experiences who have really resonated with me and have been so affirming for me to hear other people have the same beliefs and experiences and kind of feelings like underlying, underboiling feelings in, their, in themselves. And it's like wild to see someone put it on paper or on video or through audio and express something you've been feeling and that's kind of what my goal and intention has been has been here today with you is to um, express those very very things and so I hope that you enjoyed today's episode I hope you had a lovely time tuning on in if you're still listening I'd love to, like if you want to screenshot that you're listening tag me on Instagram I love reposting when you guys are listening it's really fun for me and then I also see which episodes a lot of people really loved um, if you're watching the YouTube video, be sure to give this a like. If you don't know and you're just listening to the audio, I always upload these as long format videos on YouTube. So if you ever want to like almost like chill with me for however long the podcast is and just like almost feel like you're just hanging out with a friend and talking, then you can always play these on YouTube. So 
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. It was so amazing to have you on. Next week's episode, I'm going to have my husband on. We're going to talk maybe a little bit more about these topics. I'll ask if I do, if we do take questions, I'm going to ask on my Instagram. So just if you want to ask a question, just try to stay tuned on my Instagram this week. Um, I'll put a question box in so you can submit and we'll answer some questions in next week's episode. So thank you everyone for tuning on in and I will see you next week on Unlimited Abundance.